Google Pest Control Marketer Grow your business like never before Call 770-993-0004 Well, hello, folks, and welcome to another episode of Pest Control Marketing Live and the Pest Control Marketing Podcast. I'm Hal Coleman, your co-host. Mr. Uh, Mr. Offline, as Mike Stewart likes to call me, and he's here with me, Mr. Online, the other co-host. How are you doing, Mike? I'm doing great. I've had a great week, last couple of weeks, got to do a lot of music stuff, and uh, just re- real excited to be here, to be alive and be in the world, and and I just hope hope we can make the world a better place and, and, and help people create pest-free homes for their customers, but I got to ask. You got your hat on again. That usually signifies something. What yep, is, yep, what's going on? on? What's today. keeping your, what's, what's making your head blow up? Got my hat on today and, and one of my favorite fishing shirts. It's not actually a fishing shirt, but I like to wear it fishing because that's where I might go later today. But I wore the hat because I wanted to do something different. Different. Right. And uh, you know what? That's a problem with most small business owners. And when I say most, small business owners, I don't mean uh, 55%. I mean more like 95% of small business owners. They're afraid to step out of the box and do anything different than what they're doing now uh, because we get into what are called uh, hypnotic rhythms. We we get into rhythms of doing things where we don't have to think about it. We just do it. Uh, and you, you have, everybody has hypnotic, you have hypnotic rhythm. When you wake up in the morning, you get up, you, you go to the bathroom, you brush your teeth, you take a shower, whatever you do, whatever your morning routine is, it's exactly the same every morning. It's just a rhythm. You don't have to think about it. And, uh, driving places, you know, you've, uh, You've heard me say before, Mike, and I know you've experienced it because we all have. You're driving down the highway and, and or the interstate, and you're thinking about something, and all of a sudden you look around, you you realize you don't know where you are. For for a, a couple of seconds there, you don't know where you are, and you look around, and you find a landmark, maybe a house or a sign, a uh, billboard, and you say, "Oh gosh, I was like in the twilight zone. How did I get here?" What was I doing for the last few minutes? Well, you were just in a hypnotic rhythm. You were thinking about something and your subconscious took over the operation of the automobile and drove it for you. And and that's that's uh that's the way we all operate. We base based on these hypnotic rhythms that that carry us through the day. Now, uh one of the things that we are up against when it comes to breaking those hypnotic rhythms is uh, getting into the land of the unknown or or having an unexpected reaction from somebody to what we're doing. You know, uh, I'm wearing my old straw hat today, um, my fishing hat, and, and and I know that there's somebody out there if they're watching this uh, or even if they're listening to the podcast, Mike, and they're saying, well, it looks like he wouldn't wear an old fishing hat when he's going to be talking to to business people, uh, you know, on on live streaming. And uh, uh, but you know what? The majority of the people 
don't care. And, and a lot of them actually like my fishing hat. Okay. Cause I've had people say, I wear this hat to rotary sometimes. And I get people say, man, I love your hat. I like your hat. And there are probably a couple of people sitting around. Why would he wear a stupid hat to rotary? Nobody wears hats to rotary, but see, you got to do something a little outrageous every now and then uh, to take it up to the next level. Now, uh, uh, Dan Kennedy, I think, is the one who I've heard say before, outrageous marketing delivers outrageous results. Mm -hmm. And so he also says, if you haven't ticked off a couple of people by lunchtime every day, you're not marketing your business nearly hard enough. You're leaving a lot of money on the table. Now, uh, I did a lot of outrageous marketing things when I had my pest control business. I'll give you one example that I did. Uh, uh, you know about the snake I put under the house, the mm -hmm. 16 and a half foot long, 180 pound Burmese python that it would put under a house. And then... Uh, it was my cousin's house and it had polyethylene under there, vapor barrier, because I'd put it down a couple of years before. So it was pretty clean under there. So we called all the news stations and told them that we were in the Atlanta Journal Constitution, told them that we're going under this house to get this giant snake out from under there in Alpharetta and thought they might want to come see it. So then we put the snake under the house. They they showed up. I got a almost a whole page write up in the Atlanta Journal constitution uh made it on the six o'clock news and uh when the lady from the newspaper said uh we had the snake out in the yard the snake was relatively tame so but i had a real professional big snake handler there with me and uh we had the snake out in in the on the lawn and they were petting it we we told them the snake's name was fluffy <laughs> and so they were petting fluffy and uh she said, well, how do you suppose the snake got under the house? And I said, I put it under the house. And she said, well, why in the world would you put a giant snake like that under somebody's house? I said, well, to start with, I had permission to do it. it it's actually my cousin's house. And I said, but have you ever heard of these giant snakes in parts of the country that, that get under people's houses and start eating cats. And she said, yeah, I've heard of that. I'm sure. I said, well, I just wanted people to be able to see what you got to go through to get one of those things out from under a house. If it's under there, I said, you never know. And so I said, we just thought it would be interesting to show people what you got to go through to get a snake like that out from under a house. And she said, Oh, that's, that's cool. She thought that was really cool. And, she also thought it was very clever marketing, and she put in the article, Coleman admits that that uh, this was a publicity stunt for his pest control company. <laughs> so uh, that that's about as outrageous as you could get. And some people, you know, thought that was ridiculous. But uh, the, the, I'm going to get around to my big point now, Mike, which is you don't mark you don't market your business. Don't craft your marketing message around the little handful of people that are going to get pissed off. Okay. Craft your marketing program around the vast majority of people who won't have a problem with what you do. And a lot of them will find it very entertaining and they'll realize you're a fun person to do business with. 
and that will attract them to you. There's always going to be, just like when we help people design their vehicles, there's always somebody that says, oh, I don't want to put big bugs and stuff all over my vehicle because people, I have some customers that wouldn't like anybody to see a pest control truck in their yard. So I don't, I don't do that. I, I, we had a client one time, you'll remember out in, uh, uh, out in Phoenix who did apartment pest control and he didn't have any markings on his vehicle out there. You apparently can, you're not required to have the vehicles marked like you are here in Georgia. You just have to have a license number on the side of the truck. So all he had was a license number. And I said, well, why don't you have any markings on your vehicle? Well, because of some of the department people, they don't want people knowing that they've got bugs out there. So they would probably be upset if they people saw a pest control truck in there. So I just don't put anything on there to try to keep the apartment managers happy. I said, oh, Lord. I said, I've, I've never heard of any commercial business manager or anybody calling up a pest control company and confronting them over having markets. So I said, I said, you, we're going to put some markings on that truck. And, uh, we did, uh, and, uh, put big German roaches and big bed bugs on the truck and everything. And guess what happened? Nobody complained about it, but he started getting business from it right off the bat. Right, people right. saying, I saw your truck. I saw your truck. So he was designing his whole program around the one or two perceived people that might complain about what he was doing. So you can't do that. You, you, you lose tons of money when you do that because you're ignoring the vast majority of the people that don't care. And, and a certain percentage of the people that really get excited. I did a I did an ad one time and I put it on my website right after you built my first website for me, uh, northfultonexterminating.com. If this had been, you know, 25 years ago, I guess. And, and Larry Latimer taught me how to write really compelling, entertaining, fun articles. So I started writing ads and articles, posting them on that website. And you had a little column over on the left with the titles. Well, I put, I wrote one entitled uh, Increase Your Sex Life Today with Quarterly Pest Control. <laughs> and the gist of it was, it wasn't anything sleazy. The headline, of course, attracted a lot of attention. But the gist of it was, if you've got roaches crawling around in your house or rats running around in there, you part your your wife or your husband, whichever one's going to be upset and there's going to be a lot of stress and going on. But if you let us get rid of all your bugs and, and, and everything, everything will be calm. And, and, you know, it was a, uh, it was a, it was a funny article. And, uh, I had people, uh, one of my technicians came in one day and said, uh, I just sold a new account and he said, I pulled in the guy's driveway and he was out working in the yard. And he came over to the truck right as I got out. He said, let me ask you something. Did your boss write that article about increasing your sex life on your website? And he said, uh, yes, sir. He said, well, I got to tell you, the minute I read that, I knew y'all were the business that I was going to do. Y'all were the people I was going to do business with. He said, I bet your boss is a fun guy to do business. He said, well, he sure is. And we got several, com you know, comments like that. But I got one a lady asked me why I put it on there. 
I said, well, I just thought it would be entertaining. I said, did you find it offensive? She said, well, not exactly offensive, but I just thought it shouldn't be on there. And I said, well, I'm, I'm sorry, you know, but, but so see, uh, a lot of people design their marketing plans around the fact that they know there's somebody out there that's going to get ticked off and they're going to try to prevent them get, from getting ticked off. Does that make sense, Mike? Am I? Well, you know, there's a lot of sayings that I've heard over the years from um, successful people, like in radio and television. Uh, one of my favorite ones that comes to mind here that uh, that's applies to what you're saying and to surmise what you're saying, uh, love me, hate me, there's no money in the middle. That's right. There's no money in the middle. And so if you base your marketing on the small percentage of people who may not like what you do, uh, you could be leaving a big amount of money on the tables, as we call it. Yeah. Um, you know, you should not be uh, slanderous, uh, uh, derogatory. Uh, you know, there, there's lines you can't cross, but God sure. knows you should know what lines not to cross. Um and and I think one of the things that I hear that that was different about you, Hal, and was successful for you, and and you know I wanted people who are listening and watching make an effort to be personable, make an effort to be likable, make an effort to be entertaining, uh, become a spokesperson, become a likable spokesperson. Uh, don't be scared of the microphone. Don't be scared of the camera. Don't be scared of trying things that others don't. If if you do what everybody else does and expect different results, that's the definition of insanity. You have to try things. And, you know, I had a, a mentor years ago, John Reese, he says, if it's working, keep doing it. If it doesn't, stop. But you don't know what works until you test it. And the, and on the thing that, we're that Hal's trying to say here is, Hal was a creative person. Hal is a personable person. Hal is a funny person. And he used those qualities, which you should possess. If you say, I don't want to be personable. I don't want to be funny. I just want to be uh, 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 hidden to my customers. Well, why in God's name would, when the people have choices to do business with people, why would, I'm going to do business with the guy who, who remains anonymous. And I don't know who, where the buck stops. People want to know where the buck stops. If I got a problem, Who's going to take care of it? And when you put yourself out there as accessible, likable, funny, creative, unique, out of the box, look at all those terminologies that you alluded to. And that, and that's the difference. I mean, I, I deal with customers every day. You need to do a podcast. I don't know what to say. Just, just talk. I don't, you need to have a YouTube channel. I don't like my, how I look on camera. Neither do I. You know, I don't like how I look. I don't like the way you look either. Well, there camp. you go. But we got that in common. <laughs> <laughs> but but my point being is, it is when you do things you fear and when you do things others don't, you can have an opportunity that that, that is beneficial. And, you, you know, and I, I've heard it. If I'm not making somebody mad, I'm, that's what Dan Kennedy said. If you're not making somebody pissed off, then you're not marketing. And, and so be outrageous, be unique, be fun. You know, I remember uh, TV ads uh, of crazy people. I remember we had a guy uh, uh, who looked like the wolf man. He had a furniture store 
and he'd go, it's a wolf man. And he would yell and scream at people. And this week we got a couch on sale, you know, and when you come in, ask for the wolf man. I mean, yep. he ended every, and everybody knew that catchphrase, you know, come to, come to Hal's furniture store and ask for the wolf man. I mean, yeah. he did it, and the world, did he have the best furniture? No, he was just a one, but you know, those ads made him a, there's some people say, I wouldn't do business with that guy. Cause he's, he's silly. He's stupid. Well, who cares? Who cares? It doesn't matter if people don't like you because pe- some people are going to like you. Some people are going to love you. And if you try to be milk toast and in the middle and try to make everybody happy, it just ain't going to happen. So, uh, yeah, Russell, you, you know, Russell Brunson. Oh, and, most and definitely. Probably, probably one of the most successful internet marketers, you know, to come down the pike. I mean, he's right up there at the top, you know. And and he's uh, I've read several of his books uh, on on uh, internet marketing and, and selling uh, online and uh, one of the things that he says he's got a list in one of those books uh, I think it's the book is called maybe online secrets I'm not sure it's dot com it. secrets dot com secrets that's right and I think it's in that book where he states there's seven things that you need to do to ensure your success. And one of them, I think it was the number one, was you need to become a unique character. And you need to be controversial. You need to be unique and you need to be controversial and people will flock to you. Not everybody will flock to you because some people will will just uh, not like you because you're controversial. But... uh, find a different way to do it than what everybody else. And don't worry about the handful of people that are going to get ticked off because there's already people listening to this podcast now that are pissed off because I said pissed off earlier. And they think I shouldn't say that on a podcast, but that's just the way I am. I'm, I'm kind of just laid back and, and a little crusty and I don't care if it offends somebody. Yeah. You know, well, you know, there's people that love us and there's people that disagree with us and that's okay. Yep. But the thing is, is when you find enough people that agree with you, you can turn that into relationships that build a business that grows and grows and grows. And, and you've got to find your customers. And I'll tell you something. Uh, I want to uh, go over to this. I've got a, a web address up here on the video stream, but I'm going to tell people in the podcast, if you haven't been to how to grow a pest control business.com, that's Hal Coleman's gift to the world of PCOs. I mean, we've had people say that that book that you give away for free. Now, Hal's going to come in here and say, go to Amazon and buy it for $30 because, you know, he's a money grubbing SOB. But that's, you know, that's. Can I say something quickly? Yes. Send them to Amazon. They can buy it for $30. (laughs) So there. (laughs) Oh, you know, I love you, you old. Straw hat, fishing, son of a gun. I know it. Uh, how to grow a pest control business. Yeah. Hey, put a little bit of money in, in Hal's uh, retirement fund there so he can he can go fishing more. Buy get, it at Amazon. Get that book. It's free. I've written six books, but this one is by far the best one I've ever written. And I continue to, uh, I go to conferences and people come up to me that I've never met before and they tell me how much they that book, I've, you know, quite often, that book has changed my business. Yeah. 
or other people say, I'm, I'm totally using your book to market my business. And they just tell me how, how great that book is. So it's free folks. Go to how to grow a pest control business.com download it now while it's still free. And, uh, and if you have any questions about anything in the book, got my phone number and, and my email address in the book, and you can call me anytime and I'll be glad to explain it. I answer my own phone and uh, I don't have subordinate coaches. Uh, if you hire me to coach you, you won't all of a sudden end up with a subordinate coach working with them and find out that you never get to talk with me. People call me, I answer my own phone and, uh, and I work with people one-on-one. -on -one. Some people find that quite, quite remarkable. I, said, I, I didn't think that I would be able to talk to you I said, well, who did you want to talk to? I said, Mike Stewart. <laughs> I, I get people that call me and they say, you answered your phone. I said, well, it rang. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, anyway, I, I was fishing with a guy the other day and he held up a, a little crappie he caught. And he said, is this one big enough to keep? I said, well, well it bit, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I, I, I got a podcast I'm going to be doing next with you of talking about fishing and the internet. I can't wait. To, so you'll have to tune in next time for that. But anyway, go to pestcontrolmarketer.com. There's tons and tons and hours and hours of free stuff. Give Hal a call at 770-993-0004, and, and do a one hour with Hal, Hal at halcoleman.com. And of course I do the same thing. You know, if you, if we're not a good fit, that's okay. I, you know, everybody doesn't want to do what I tell them to do. They don't agree with me. I have opinions about websites. I have opinions about marketing. I have opinions about what works and what doesn't work. And if you don't like my opinions, no hard feelings, you know, we're not a good fit, but you know what? The people that we are good fit, I'll quote my good friend, Fred Talley, Mikey, please don't ever quit me. You know, when I get somebody that's a good fit, and they start seeing the increase in their value uh, in their in their business, which I promise you, it's 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 not an overnight process. You don't start and in thirty days, you know the floodgates open. It's it's a it's customized to make sure. So give me a call at seven seven zero eight two six three six six two. Mike Stewart seven seven zero. That's my cell phone. I sometimes I'm out on my boat, but I when the phone rings. I talk to people. I love talking to people. I love making a difference in their businesses. And, and as Hal and I have said probably a thousand times and will continue to say it, it's not any one thing. It's a thousand little things that make a difference. And how many of those thousand little things are you doing? It, you've got to do things in the offline world that Hal's, I, I didn't own a pest control agency. I, I owned a recording studio, but uh, Hal owned a pest control business, but We've been friends and colleagues for many, many years, and he knows things that I don't know about the offline world that you need to know. And I've been Hal's online uh, partner for many, many years. Ever uh, since Al Gore invented them. Ever since, you know, Al got, came over to my house and he says, Mike, what do you think about this internet thing? And I said, well, sounds like television and radio to me. Let's, let's go for it. And he said, well, all right. So I, I take credit. I'm the one who encouraged Al to invent it. Well, that's good because I, I never thought he was going to be able to make a living as a hairdresser anyway. Uh, of course not. And if, if you want to have a very low cost way of going to the next level, check out next level Uh, it's an annual event that Hal and I do, and it is chock full 
between Hal's book, this podcast, a one hour free with us and next level PCO marketing, my gosh, you could kickstart your business if it's established or if it's a brand new business startup. Check out these resources because the reason we do this podcast is one, to give back to the community. And then the second reason we do it is we want you to know how you can go to the next level. So check out Next Level PCO Marketing. I think we've covered everything for today's podcast. How you got any closing comments? I'm good. I think we covered it all. And well, get back to work. Well, I guess well, this isn't work when you, was it Dan Kennedy says, when you do what you love, it's, it, you, you never work a day in your life. Somebody no. said that. Somebody said that. Might've been Herbert Hoover. I don't know. I, it's probably Al Gore, but <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll see you next time. Hal Coleman has been active in the pest control industry for over 40 years, including owning and operating his own successful pest control business for 18 years. He now devotes his time to helping other PCOs and other WCOs double, triple, and even quadruple their businesses faster than they ever imagined. Be sure to check out his website, PestControlMarketer.com. For more information about Hal's coaching program, you can reach him at 770-993-0004 or email him Hal at HalColeman.com. Mike Stewart is known as the Internet Audio and Video Guy. Since the birth of the Internet, Mike has been showing small business owners how to get more new customers, increase their sales, and grow their businesses online using audio and video, now with iPhones and Android phones. For more information about Mike's coaching program and his online training courses, visit MikeStewartCoaching.com or email him Mike at InternetAudioGuy.com. Google Pest Control Marketer Grow your business like never before Call 770-993-0004